Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be just a dip of the toe into the world of men who hate women. Well, it's really more of men's rights, which is expressed mainly in discussions about how much they hate women and the deceitful things that women do in order to have power over men. Now, I went to a bunch of different websites. I remember I did one about this topic from something called, I believe, Happy Bachelor a long time ago. And I've always wanted to do something from one of these sites, but I was having a really hard time picking one. So I may do uh, some posts from these two different sites. Um, but the first one we'll start with is a website known as the-niceguy.com. And we'll start this episode by reading the-niceguy.com's front page, which has a lovely graphic entitled Nice Guys American Women Brackets Mostly Suck Page. And the main statement is, ever been frustrated by Western women? Then welcome. Quote unquote, let's just be friends. If you're here, you've probably heard this phrase a thousand times from many different women all of whom you were romantically interested in at one point or another. You've probably also learned to recognize that it is the literal kiss of death for any potential relationship. This is usually quickly followed up with the platitude, quote unquote, you're such a nice guy. I wouldn't want to ruin our friendship. Offered like some kind of consolation prize. If you've ever wanted to tear your own face off after hearing that, you're in the right place. This site exists for the many men who share this experience. In fact, there are scores of guys out there for whom this story plays out every day. Many of them were raised to be honest, decent, and kind to others, which is, quote-unquote, we are told what women want from a man. Yet somehow they always end up passed over as potential partners. How many times have you sat down and reassessed what you did wrong or failed to do and resolved to be an even better, kinder, and more generous man in the future? Have you tried and tried and tried and perhaps finally reached the conclusion that you are simply quote-unquote broken and there is nothing more that can be done? Don't despair because you are not quote-unquote broken and the truth of the situation is incredibly simple, yet it is one that few people dare utter. The truth is, American women, brackets mostly, suck. I believe this situation can be summed up best by this famous quote, which has been floating around the internet for some time now. A woman has a close male friend. This means that he is probably interested in her, which is why he hangs around so much. She sees him strictly as a friend. This always starts off with, quote unquote, you're a great guy, but I don't like you in that way. For the guy, this is roughly the equivalent of going to a job interview and the company saying, quote-unquote, you have a great resume, you have all the qualifications we are looking for, but we are not going to hire you. We will, however, use your resume as the basis for comparison for all other applicants, but we're going to hire somebody else who is far less qualified and is probably an alcoholic. And if he doesn't work out, we'll hire somebody else, but still not you. In fact, we will never hire you, but we will call you from time to time to complain about the person that we hired. Whether it's their gleeful sexism, their excitement at gossiping behind the backs of their quote-unquote best friends, their willingness to take advantage of a man's generosity and then dispose of him when he is no longer of any use, or their inability to maintain stable long-term relationships, it's not hard to see that American women mostly suck once you begin to contemplate the radical idea that you might not be the problem. 
worse, American culture actually celebrates their special kind of antisocial behavior. So, if you'd like to know more about this site and its history and why American women mostly suck, click here. If you'd like to chat to like-minded men and women, brackets, yes, we have supportive female readers, click here. Most importantly, if you'd like to tell me how much you hate me, brackets, and if you do, I'd suggest you don't read or try to understand anything else on the site, then please click here. And the first post we'll read is in the Nice Guys MGTOW forum, which stands for Men Going Their Own Way. Subform Nice Guys Site, Subform Feminists, Manginas, and Sexist Double Standards in a thread entitled Marital Rape, started by guest Mikey USA. And it goes like this. We must abolish marital rape laws. Men should be able to do what they want with their wives freely. For some reason, many men are pro-marital rape laws. Almost all churches are pro-marital rape laws brackets, Protestant, Catholic, etc. And if you are on a church slash religious message board and you are against marital rape laws, you are Satan. The churches seem to want to bind men and free women. Every institution on earth seems to be adamant about crushing us under heel. Who here believes that a man should be able to play with his wife as he pleases? And Jimmy235 writes, Well, we aren't in Afghanistan here. I don't think a man should be able to quote-unquote play with her freely if it means forced sex every time. But I think the definition of quote-unquote rape needs a lot of work. And guest Mikey USA writes, Why not? Why shouldn't he be able to have sex with her when he wants? Why should he have to beg? The girl is his wife. If men wish to keep the chains, then don't complain about feminism. And Wire Rat writes, The girl may be his wife, but that doesn't mean he can force himself into a sexual act with her when she is not a willing party. Unfortunately, though, these sort of legal restraints we put up to stop ourselves from selfishly doing this does not stop wives from being able to being a sex act and pull out of it just as easily as her unmarried sisters and then cry rape. As one of the people earlier had pointed out, the term rape needs a lot of work. Unfortunately, though, it always boils down to his word versus her own. The courts will always side with her because she is perceived as the victim regardless of the event itself. And guest Mikey USA replies, She is his property. If men wish to keep the chains, then don't complain about feminism. If it is their wish to stay as beggars, then do not complain about it when she doesn't quote-unquote let you have sex with her. The greatest power a wife has is the power to say no and then lock you up. If you don't want her to have such power over you, then you must have it allowable for men to rape their wives. Same thing with domestic violence laws. Removing them would be an absolute benefit to married men. Follow the laws of absolutes, not the laws of women's rights. And Floor Pie writes, You keep working on that, Mike. Let me know how it goes. And Biomech adds, I am an anarchist. This means I believe as a first principle that every human owns themselves. Slavery is wrong. Marriage is a contractual agreement, not a bond of servitude. This has been true for centuries, since about the middle of the Renaissance. Frankly, if a woman doesn't want to be with me, I don't want her around. It's that simple. It's not a voluntary agreement, and it does me and her no good at all. Women are different from us. They're not subhuman. To say so and believe it makes us as bad as a feminist. Well, not quite, since you're not calling for their death, but really fucking close. And Scamander2000 writes, Mikey USA does have a valid point. Under the old common law, quote-unquote marital rape was a legal impossibility because by agreeing to be married, the wife had waived any objections to having sex with her husband. This makes sense as part of the exchange of, quote-unquote, assets that a marriage represents. Through marriage, a man volunteers to devote his earnings, ownings, and toil to support his wife. He is not permitted to ignore her financial needs or he is guilty of neglect, brackets, which is one of the classic, quote-unquote, fault grounds for divorce. It's only fair that the wife be similarly obliged by agreeing to the marital 
contract to share her quote-unquote assets with her husband. What kind of lopsided world are we living in when the husband is the only one with unconditional obligations? There is no quote-unquote slavery here, rather an agreement that the parties are expected to uphold. For example, my right to free speech is not harmed simply because my employer prohibits foul language on the job. I accepted the job in the accompanying conditions, and if I don't like the conditions, I can quit. What I cannot do is demand the benefits of my job without any of their responsibilities, which is what wives who refuse sex with their husbands appear to be doing. And Mikey USA replies, One thing Biomech and I agree on is that anarchy would be a good thing. He, for his reasons, brackets whatever they may be, and I for mine, which are as follows. In the absence of laws and the police who enforce them, what power does a woman have against her husband? Some say knives and guns, but those can be locked away and the woman given a plastic knife which is enough to prepare food with. In anarchy, domestic violence and marital rape would be moot points. A husband could do as he wished with his own. Then, of course, is the chore of properly raising daughters to be good wives, which is to raise them as girls that will willingly obey their husband and serve him. The prison can be the woman's own mind with a backup external one for those who are abnormally strong-willed. Smiley face emoticon. My daughters, should I have some, will be made for men, brackets straight out of the biblical verse. And Anti-Riad writes... I agree with Mike on this one, brackets as radical as it sounds. I think the fundamental assumption in disagreeing with him is that men are by nature evil. Perhaps some are and some are not, but if you have read The Republic, you can see which type thrives and which one fails in the long run. Therefore, in his own interest, a man will not abuse his wife, even if she has no essential quote-unquote right to oppose him. In effect, he is the moral authority, brackets which I believe we all agree is valid in more cases than the wife being superior in morality. And therefore, for his own benefit, he treats himself and his wife appropriately. Yes, some will become tyrants. Those are in effect the rapists and murderers today. So little would change in that regard. What would change, in my view, is the decay of society that is currently taking place. When you emasculate men and deprive them of their natural ability to raise their own family with proper values, brackets, which far fewer women are able to do, as is becoming increasingly evident, and which the government is certainly completely unable to do. What it all boils down to, brackets what Mike is saying, there is one quote-unquote captain and the rest is crew. The crew follows the captain's orders and he in turn must ensure that he carefully scrutinizes his knowledge and wisdom to bring prosperity to his family. One part of that is not hearing quote-unquote no from his wife if he wants sex. A just and reasonable man should never be assumed to be unreasonable in that regard unless you believe the tenets of feminism brackets i don't and guest mikey usa writes love has a shelf life when women have power putting men in jail for raping their wives is giving women power it allows her to control her husband with sex to deny him at her will it is the main power of females sexual power deny wives that power let us not have men held hostage let us abolish all chains that bind us marital rape laws domestic violent laws and others how can you love your wife as a nice, submissive female when at any moment she can turn it all against you? The ability for women to have their husbands sent to jail, etc. for marital rape is not a binder, but a divider. Would you want to sleep in the same room as your enemy in the same country? For husbands to have freedom, marital rape must not be illegal. Same thing with domestic violence. Women must be declawed. And that thread continues for another two or three pages of thoughtful discussion about marital rape. So we'll move from that thread to a new thread in the Nice Guys Men Going Their Own Way forum, subforum Nice Guys site, subforum Feminists, Manginas, and Sexist Double Standards, in a thread started by Celtic Druid entitled, What Does This Forum Mean to You? And it goes like this. 
I have pondered this question and realized this forum is different from most men's forums. Firstly, it is not one-dimensional where it merely regurgitates information for easy predictable digestion without a realistic solution. Secondly, this forum has a deep philosophical edge which, deliberate or not, lends credence to the need of the men here to search deeply for answers which matter much to them. Thirdly, I see this forum as a quote-unquote online men's rights university, to which I have learned more in a short time than I ever did in government-sanctioned double-indoctrination-camp-s-school. Lastly, I personally have gained immensely from this forum and the wisdom of its members. Your thoughts are greatly appreciated, gents. And nice guy KC writes, I agree with all of this, Celtic. I would also like to add, this board is like a home. When things are tough or you just need to rant or come quote-unquote home to get it off your chest, we are all in the same wavelength for the most part and can come here to share, reflect, gain knowledge, and acceptance. Brackets, we are not crazy. Our society really is coming apart at the seams. This board is a seed for something that can grow huge. If we share the information on this board through the internet, brackets, which is by far our most powerful tool, the possibilities are limitless. And Steve adds, this forum has taught me a simple fact. The overwhelming majority of women of my generation are totally fucking useless. And Johan writes, This forum shows me how many men really have problems and how unfairly they are treated by women, especially in Western Europe and in Northern America. It is very difficult to discuss such questions somewhere else in, in another internet forum, as worried administrators will quickly edit or delete your postings. Not only women themselves treat men like garbage frequently, but also existing laws do not offer any protection against misuse done by females, often taking advantage of legal loopholes and claiming strange rights solely out of the fact that they are women. It is good for me to know a safe place to exchange opinions on this subject with other men on a regular basis without receiving vulgar quote-unquote ladies' comments as replies to my postings. And Bluesman adds, This forum tells me that I am not alone. There are lots and lots of other men out there who share my experiences with women and their behavior towards decent, ordinary men. And it helps reminding me why it is a good thing to stay single. And Modi Thorson writes, This board has given me a band of brothers, given me a place to vent, Given me a place to learn. Given me a place to understand the elder kin. Thanks, Rangnar. Given me the knowledge about how to piss of feminists. And Meta Meta X adds, Most of my points echo along those of Druids. For the most part, this is an MRA university where I've learned in 15 months would have taken me 15 years to grasp outside this place. I was also able to refer a friend here during one of his most tragic moments, and he found a lot of sane advice and comfort here. It's weird. Despite our many disagreeing aspects, if you devote yourself to reading everyone's words and seriously consider each perspective, you quickly become very powerful in your understanding. Lately, I'm like nice guy KC, where I want men to mobilize and spread their truth in the world. Watching women everywhere fall away from this task due to their own inherent physical weakness and their obsessive desire for peace no matter what has made me realize that the only thing that can rescue this world is for civilized men to work together to re-establish civilized thought and behavior. And Cloud adds, I don't want to say that this board has given me a chance to escape reality because it is reality. This board has really helped me and it's continuing to help me lose my inner mangina. It's a place that lets me know that it is not bad to be a man, even though most all male figures in the media are idiots. The court systems are totally against men. Western women love to put them down and reject them so they feel good about themselves. Western women love to make it seem as if their problems are the most important. Western women have everyone feeling sorry for them. Manginas love to screw men over for self-gain and so on. And Monkey Junk writes, I've been reading the excellent material on this site since 2002. 
with the greatest humility, I have to say that this forum saved me one hell of a psychiatrist bill, grinning emoticon. Seriously though, this forum was like a lens which I focused a lot of what I was feeling but never had expressed before. Nearly everyone who regularly posts here has had something positive and thought-provoking to contribute. I think it teaches us that it is about damn time we get mad at how we're being treated around the world and do something about it. For me, I developed a no-bullshit-tolerance attitude that I believe saved me and my wallet at least a couple of worthless relationships. If anything, I think we should keep it up and do it more. Who knows how many more men, frustrated with how they're being treated will find their way here to learn and grow. That's why, no offense intended to Sesson Poe, I continue to stay. Not so much I can take from the forum as what I can contribute. That, to me anyway, is the most important thing. And John Michael writes, Okay, so here's a scary thought for all you young studs. Someday, maybe more than 50% of you will be the father of daughters. At some point, you have to make a distinction between the generally vile nature of feminism and the generally redemptive qualities of individual girls. I'm still trying to educate my daughters about the vital difference and how it affects men's attitudes about women, and I have no room to bitch about my spawn. The 23-year-old makes $60,000 as a co-worker of an upscale salon catering to the beauty industry addictions of women who can pay her $100 an hour to cut and color their hair because they married accomplished, brackets, i.e. rich men. Her motto is, brackets, quote-unquote, their vanity is my bank. The 17-year-old just got a $36,000, brackets, per year scholarship to a Big Ten university, wants to be a journalist telling the truth, and is fretting about whether she will get a decent roommate. My point is, someday your sperm may create formidable women. Deal with that nightmare and try to sleep well. Googly-eyed emoticon. And Jaded Guy adds, if I have a daughter, I'll have to worry about three things turning her to the dark side of skankdom. A, her friends, B, popular media, C, her mother. That's what every man has to contemplate. And John Michael adds, Actually, JG, there is a D to complete and accelerate your apprehensions. D, her relationship with her dad. And Zaku adds, E, keep your baby off the pole, i.e., no stripping. And again, this thread goes on for five pages of people discussing how much this forum has meant to them. So we'll move from that thread to a new thread in the Nice Guys site, Subform Feminist Manginas and Sexist Double Standards. Subform. In a thread started by Jaded Guy, which he entitled The Room of Feminist Cognitive Dissonance. And it goes like this. I'm starting a thread in which I plan to add more content as it comes to mind. I am also soliciting material from other members here. I am looking for examples of feminist, brackets, or female cognitive dissonance, where women hold two concepts in their mind that are completely contradictory. Shall we proceed? 1. Feminists say a woman has a right to make decisions about her body without the government interfering unless said woman wants to use her body to pleasure a man for money. 2. Feminists say a 16-year-old girl does not have the maturity to have sex with an older man, yet she has the maturity to understand the ramifications of having an abortion. 3. Feminists say that marriage is an oppressive institution rooted in patriarchy, unless two lesbians want everyone to call the relationship, quote-unquote, marriage. 4. Brackets, courtesy of Gaspacho. Feminists say that men are horn dogs that will chase anything, but wait, we also so utterly picky with our unattainable standards of beauty for women. 5. Women want to compete with men for jobs and get equal pay or better. Women want the men they date to make more than them. And Bald Tires adds, 6. Men are shallow because they want a young, reasonably attractive, weight proportionate to height. Weight proportionate to height mate. Women are not shallow, though they demand a tall, rich, handsome, successful man with a full head of hair and six-packs abs who, quote-unquote, doesn't care about superficial qualities. And Nice Guy adds, 7. Having lots of special programs for the advancement of women is something that helps to ensure equal treatment. Brackets. Actually, there are too many of these things to list. 20% of my website is about that. 
and gazpacho ads. 8. 8. Having lots of special programs for the advancement of women is evidence that such programs are needed. 9. Having lots of special programs for the advancement of women is evidence that people aren't paying attention to women's needs. 10. There would be no wars if women ran the world, but it's sexist and oppressive to try to keep women out of the military. 11. It's sexist and oppressive to have an all-male institution like the Citadel, but women's colleges are just fine because, quote-unquote, women learn better when there aren't any men around. 12. When a study showed that women, quote-unquote, use both sides of their brain to listen while men only use one, the media pounced on the opportunity to make jokes about men being stupid. When another study showed that men's brains have more gray matter than women's brains, the media pounced on the opportunity to make jokes about men being stupid. Brackets, quote unquote, which makes one wonder just what do they use those extra brain cells for? Attributed to Barbara Walters. I think, I don't know, maybe they use them to build civilization and invent calculus and stuff, stupid. 13. Women are, quote unquote, more emotional and, quote unquote, more feeling than men. They make decisions with emotions rather than logic, and this makes them morally superior. But when statistics show more men than women in logic heavy professions, that's a sure sign of sexism. 14. Regardless of whether it was or wasn't the fault of the quote-unquote patriarchy, the fact remains that there have been far more influential men than influential women, but schools should be sure to give equal time to influential women, and that isn't sexism. 15. Man hits woman equals what an asshole. Woman hits man equals what did that asshole do to deserve that? And Teflon adds, 16. A woman's body is her own and no one can tell her what to do with it until she gets pregnant and then she is no longer responsible for her body and the man is responsible for quote-unquote getting her pregnant and the support of the child. And Gaspacho returns to add, 17. Women are not quote-unquote for decoration, but beauty is quote-unquote intrinsically feminine. And Alpha adds, abandoning the number system. Housework and child-rearing is demeaning and oppressive second-rate work, brackets according to feminists. Yet women fight like rabid dogs for child custody in a divorce. And Gaspacho adds, quote-unquote, Women are unfairly prevented from holding public office. You can tell because there aren't that many women in Congress, and only two of our Supreme Court justices are women. Quote-unquote, the glass ceiling exists. It does when a woman is clearly seen to have advanced beyond the glass ceiling. It is indication that only the very, very best women can get promoted that far, and they have to be much, much more qualified than a man to get that same job. Asterix, if the above were true, you'd expect that every single woman in business or politics would be far, far more qualified, competent, and productive than the men around her. The fact that this is not the case does not disprove the above theory. In fact, you're an asshole for even suggesting that. Asterix, sexual harassment in the workplace is a big problem. I hate it when the guys stare at me and undress me with their eyes, and when they approach me and make suggestive comments, I hate being seen as a sex object. Hey, that guy at work is cute. I'm going to dress seductively and walk in front of him a lot. Maybe I'll even go into his office because, quote-unquote, I need something from his desk, and then I can bend over and fly my cleavage at him, then maybe he'll ask me out. Brackets based on a true story. And Jaded Guy returns to add, returning to the number system, 23. MRAs are part of a social movement that is not only misogynistic but homophobic. MRAs must be gay because they don't like women. 24. Men are afraid of and can't handle strong women. All women should be afraid of men. Brackets. The submissions of others, BTW, is excellent stuff. Thanks for making my day, guys. Granting emoticon. Feel free to post more. 25. Gaspachow brought to mind another one for me. We are guilty of wanting women who are out of our league. We are guilty of wanting women who are submissive and therefore beneath us. And Joe Vermont writes, You know this thread may never end. No, don't, stop, no, don't stop! Quizzical smiley emoticon? I'm not sure what that is. And Bald Tires adds, If a man has difficulty achieving or maintaining an erection and slash or ejaculates too early or not at all, he has issues at the least, if not repressed homosexual tendencies. In any case, this is sufficient reason to ridicule him, tell all his friends and acquaintances, and then dump him. 
If a woman has difficulty becoming aroused, maintaining natural lubrication, or cannot achieve orgasm, then her partner is to blame, unless she is a lesbian, in which case it is clear that she was abused by a man at some point in her life. In any event, these problems are to be taken very seriously and are private matters that should remain between the victim and her therapist slash women's study teachers only. That's W-Y-M-Y-N apostrophe S. And Teflon ads. Men who go to strippers are desperate losers who can't get any. Women who go to strippers are just having a bit of fun, so get over it. And gazpacho ads again. When men use it, it's called quote-unquote porn, and it's dirty and demeaning to women. When women use it, it's called quote-unquote erotica, and it's totally different. I know women who will tell me with a straight face that women don't make sense, and I shouldn't expect them to. Yet I'm pretty sure if I said in a disdainful tone of voice that women don't make any sense and thus shouldn't be allowed to work in professions where you have to make sense, these same women would get pissy about it. And who can forget feminists fight to eliminate double standards that are unfair to women, mention a double standard that is unfair to men in front of a feminist, and she'll say, quote unquote, there's a double standard, live with it. Brackets, this has actually happened to me. That is a direct quote. And I'm a super spy writes. Women are the superior communicators. <laughs> Women are superior communicators. They rely on deceitful, sexually manipulative tactics to get what they want. When men talk about their sexual adventures in the locker room, it's simply another macho penis measuring contest that encroaches on the privacy of the female. When women have group discussions about every minute detail of their sex lives, brackets including the birthmark on a boyfriend's penis, a la Sex in the City, it's empowering and refreshing. Social constructs prevent women from getting ahead in the world. Women choose to spend an endless amount of energy on non-productive activities such as shopping, partying, and competing for men. All women should be able to think for themselves and choose what they want to do with their lives, except for women with more traditional cultures who need to be taught the superior Western, brackets, feminist values. And Nice Guy adds, If a woman joins the military and commits violent acts against defenseless prisoners, she's doing quote-unquote male things because a quote-unquote patriarchal culture made her do it. A woman who makes scientific discoveries or creates gets works of art is called a brave pioneer or a career woman who is asserting her equality and bringing her unique female insights to the world. A man who joins the military and commits violent acts against a defenseless prisoner is merely being a typically violent man. A man who makes scientific discoveries or creates great works of art is hogging all the glory for himself. That is a stupid point. Anyway, there are some women who need protection from anti-female stereotypes, quote-unquote unwanted sexual advances, offensive portrayals of women in the media, quote-unquote hostile working environments, and require, quote-unquote, safe spaces in which they can air their opinions without fear. And if you don't like being around them, it's because you're afraid of, quote-unquote, strong women. And Pat R. writes, Interesting point. I have spent a lot of time in martial arts, and the female's beliefs on the subject are funny and tragic at the same time. Something else I notice is while women don't want to have to lock like models, they will only date men that look like male models when they can get them. Unattractive women are just as picky about who they like, and it makes no sense. And Chris Vett writes, goes hand in hand with a common female's inability to have reasonable expectations. This is fed by several things, including her ability to get quote-unquote fucked by a good-looking guy she picks up at a bar. Makeup is also a factor in adding 50% or more of a woman's good looks. Finally, media portrayal, current school teachings, and the whole quote-unquote girl power nonsense has inevitably added to their delusional, bloated self-esteems. And although this goes on for many more pages, I'll finish up with this final post by Voltaire, who writes, Women get paid 76 cents for every dollar a man gets paid while being obliged to work twice as hard for half the recognition. This being the case, why aren't companies completely staffed by women? Quote-unquote, my body, my choice, women 
can unilaterally choose to have an abortion without informing their partner. Yet, when carried to term, the male has to pay child support. Yet, reliable birth control is available to women, but nothing besides a condom for men. Why do so many women then become obese? <laughs> and the final thread we'll read is in the Nice Guys, Men Going Their Own Way forum, subform Nice Guys site, subform Rant You Very Much, in a thread started by Scam Man, entitled, Why Do I Keep Doing This to Myself? And it goes like this. First of all, I am a fucking moron. I realize this, and I'm sure everyone's going to read me for this. So anyone else following my other posts about my sexless relationship, this is the same girl. Brackets, the sex got a bit better for a couple of days, but not for long. So I met this girl at work a year earlier. She is younger than me. I am 28. She is 19. I realize the age difference is bad, but she seemed very cool, had good traits, etc. We hooked up. So when we hooked up, she didn't tell me that she had a boyfriend who lived in a different city. I found out through mutual people at work that she had a boyfriend, and she was driving me around in his truck telling me it was her brother's. I broke it off with her, and that should have been the end if I was smart. She drove home, leaving her job because she was supposedly stressed out about work. I found out later it was to see her boyfriend at the time. She came back, broke up with her boyfriend, and we eventually hooked up again. A little background on this girl. Her mom died when she was 16, she was talking to her mom on the phone and she dropped dead as she was talking to her. Her dad is a piece of shit crackhead, brackets, according to her. But now that I know that she's a fucking liar, I just have to go up by people who know her, tell me. Her dad talks to other siblings, but not her. This crushes her and sucked me in, sympathy-wise, brackets, my next mistake. She moved in with her aunt, who tells me that she is a complete bitch. <laughs> who she tells me is a complete bitch. I believe her, brackets. I found out later that her aunt was very cool and trying to help her. And let her move in with me to try to help her. I pay for everything. My family lets her in and treats her like their own. My GF is very cool to me during this time, as well as well for a while, and I think things might be all right with this girl. Then the phone calls start coming to her phone. All different guys late at night. I start getting suspicious and check her phone. Sure enough, a bunch of bullshit texts that were to a bunch of guys. So I broke it off with her and kicked her out of my place. I paid $800 to get her set up in a new place in her original hometown. Time goes by. We talk, I visit, we argue and fight. Things work out and I decide I want to be with her. Brackets, I loved her. It sucked, but I did. So she moved back down with me. My family sets her up with expensive clothes for job interviews, and I take care of her financially until she finds one. During this time, she sleeps until 3 in the afternoon and eats like a pig and basically... Vi <laughs> and basically bitches about everything. I chalk it up to depression and figure when she gets a job, it will pass. She starts crying and being depressed about how she misses her friends, brackets, because she has no parents. Her friends are like her family. I give her my car and money to go to her hometown for the weekend and stay home all weekend. She comes back happier. So I check her MySpace. It's full of new pictures of her hugged up with a bunch of guys at the club that she took when I gave her my car. Pretty cool, huh? Looking at her MySpace, it says she is in a relationship, but her page makes it look like she is a sick... <laughs> Looking at her MySpace, it says she is in a relationship, but her page makes her look like a single party slut. A bunch of guys, there's one picture of me hidden on a remote page, that is it. She has pictures of my parents, birds, cats, and the pictures labeled, quote-unquote, my pets. That's right, not, quote-unquote, our pets or anything. Nope, they are hers. There are comments by a bunch of guys, and the return comments on their pages, you could never tell she was in a relationship. So I confront her about this, and I get the quote-unquote, they're just friends speech. We get in an argument. So I took her MySpace the next days, and she posted a status update, brackets for the record, I think MySpace is fucking stupid, and I don't have one, that outed a very personal secret of mine, something that I took a long time to tell her and told her never to repeat. Wait, what could it possibly be? This is something that also, by extension, outs my family. I was fucking furious, and I just broke it off. I went off on her and told her exactly what I think about her. She is a manipulative cunt. She is a user, etc. Oh, boy. So I go back to work and tell my mutual friends that we broke up. So that made them feel like they could finally tell me everything they knew about her. All the lies she told me, everything. Fuck, what a fucking cunt. Here's the icing on the cake. I signed a year lease with this cunt. 
Unbelievable. So I have to find someone to take over her part of the lease soon so she can move out. The only good part in this is that she has no car and she's going to be walking to work now. It's a long ass walk. It rains a lot and it's hot. So that will be interesting. God, what a clusterfuck. Why do I do this to myself? I already know the answer. I got sick of the dating and sick of being a player years ago, and now I'm looking in the wrong place for something genuine. Fuck, I'm stupid. Let me have it. I know I deserve it for this stupidity. And DJC replies, You idiot. There you go. Seriously, though, if you have to date women the first time she lies to you, get rid of her and find another one who will probably lie too. Me? I stay away from them all. My new motto is, women, can't live with them, can live without them. Okay, well, do you hate women as much as I do now? Boy, ugh, women, what is wrong with them? Uh, I barely scratched the surface of this website. And I had to look around for threads that were interesting. Although there's so many weirdly constructed sentences and sort of like lost thought tangents in these rants. It's sort of hard to follow at times. Um, But I hope that you were able to get the gist of how these guys feel about women. I wish I could find a way to read about ladder theory in a a way that made sense. Because ladder theory is fascinating. Anyway, what do you Ameriskanks have to say about this? Because seriously... Why are you ruining men's lives? Why do we let you? Ugh. There are several sites like this, and I had a hard time. I was going to actually read between two of them, but it started getting a little long with the, the woman hating. But uh, it had been a while since I had really hated on a woman. So I thought, this is a good, this one's good as the next. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as one can enjoy this sort of thing. And I'm sorry it took so long. This is probably one of the longest breaks I've had between episodes, and I wanted to let people know that I... I've not abandoned the podcast, but honestly, I was having a really hard time finding stuff, uh, discovering that so many sites have just shut down because their communities are too tiny, uh, or who knows? I think I was thinking that Real Rap Talk may have switched to a different, you know, if you follow the Facebook page, I posted that the website Real Rap Talk had closed. I think it may have just moved to a new address, but I can't find that address. And I was wondering, like, where am I going to watch all my how to make crack videos and all and download all my hardcore porn torrents? <sighs> R.I.P. Real Rap Talk. Anyway, again, sorry for the delay. I've been having a really like for some reason you get in that headspace where you just can't decide like this is not good enough. This is dumb. This is not entertaining. <laughs> I have to shut that part of my brain off because it's all stupid, but I just got stuck in sort of a going to the same sites and being like, what, can I read this? No, it's too soon. It's too dumb. Just beating myself up. That's probably because I let women tell me what to do because I'm a nice guy. I'm basically a doormat. Um, so anyway, let's see. Other Lou news. I was in Seattle a couple of weeks ago for PAX working at League of Legends things, and that was a lot of fun but a lot of work and coming up I'm going to be in LA for three weeks also working on the North America on the world finals for League of Legends so if anybody wants to say hello to me uh, shoot me an email at loureads at uh, gmail and have an let's have an impromptu I don't know how many of you live in LA (laughs) but I'm going to be in LA for three weeks so if you want to 
get together for a coffee or whatever. Um, I'm going to be there for three weeks. Chances are I will have some downtime. And that's and I know that probably seems creepy to you, meeting people on the internet. But I meet people from the internet all the time. While I was uh, at PAX, I was in an IRC channel of people who were paying attention to the League of Legends games I was working on, and one of them was posting right from inside the room. So I made him stand up and identified him and went down and met him. It was kind of a funny internet moment. So the internet does interesting things besides being gross. But mostly it's gross. Um, Besides that, not a whole lot of news. Still have magnets. And hopefully I will come up with something else to give away. Temporary tattoos? I don't know. Posters? I have some posters here from one of the live shows if people want those. I guess I could ship those out. They're all rolled up. Yeah, so let me know what you would want if you want anything. I don't know. More live shows? A live show in your town. I'll come. (laughs) I was disappointed I didn't get uh, to apply to go to L.A. PodFest, but all those pod festivals are very weird about how uh, applications go in, or at least I find out about them too late. Anyway, enough about that nonsense. Let's wrap this show up. Women, I despise you, apparently, because I read about this site, but don't let that stop you from loving me. So that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you, the hyphen nice guy.com forum edition. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.